Hello, welcome to the County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of the conversation, we're going to talk with Tisha Deegan. She's Deputy County Executive of Health and Human Services. We'll discuss what her role is within county government, health and human services, and what that means, and maybe even get into her vision for the those services that the county offers. Now, Deegan oversees 10 health and human services agencies, and in addition to providing strategic direction and guidance to those agencies, she chairs or is the county's liaison for many boards, authorities, and commissions that are appointed by the Board of Supervisors to include the Human Services Council, Successful Children and Youth Policy Team, and the Community Policy and Management Team. So, Definitely a, a mouthful, but also a lot of responsibility there just naming those few. So Tisha, so, Tisha, thanks for being with us. You're very welcome, and thank you for saying the list of yeah. those things so, <laughs> so that I don't have to. And I'm sure that's not all the list, but just a couple that we want to highlight there. So Deputy County Executive, there's only, what, three Deputy County Executives for Fairfax County. You are one of them, as they say. Yes. A lot of responsibility, a lot of position overseeing what do we say, 10 health and human service agencies? So, I mean, a lot for us to talk about, but kind of do a, a broad stroke, if you will, when we're talking about deputy county executive for health and human services. Okay, Jim, great. So as you know, we have a county executive, mm-hmm. somewhat newish, right. uh, Brian Hill. He has three deputies. Uh, one is Dave Rohr over public safety. Uh, one is Rob Stalser, who's over economic development and planning. And I'm the third over health and human services. So it's a pretty big job. All mm-hmm. three of us have mm-hmm. pretty big jobs. Um, sometimes I say, well, everything that isn't sort of sewers and police is, <laughs> right. is kind of health and human gotcha. services. Um, it's not quite true, but it sometimes feels like it. So I, I think that we work just excellently as a team. I think Brian has done a great job building mm-hmm. a team mm-hmm. with, with folks that, that – some were here when he got here, and, right. and I came afterward. I was going to say, you're fairly new in the job. Uh, you know, I, I'm very new in this job, um, but as you know, because we chatted mm-hmm. uh, several years ago, right. um, I've been in the county about four years. I came down from Michigan to be the executive director of the Community Services Board, mm-hmm. which is one of one of my 10 agencies now that, that I'm responsible for. I started in this job toward the end of January. Uh, so Brian and I do spend some time in the hallway up there sort of making faces at each other like, wait, did you know? And he right. says no. And I say, <laughs> did he, you know? And I, say, I don't I know. So we spend a lot of time discovering things together. But what we know is the other deputies have great operations mm. and we are really building a team. Gotcha. Um, so my role in that team is, is sort of uh, bring this notion that um, hey, you all, we're serving people out there. Mm. Yes, we're building things. Yes, we're keeping folks safe, but we're serving people and, mm. and the needs of people who are most vulnerable. Right. So my job is to kind of bring that to the table in the conversation right. as it needs to happen. If you are a resident that receives services or needs services, you're probably um, aware or you know more aware than, you know, I'm going to put air quotes around the normal resident mm-hmm. when we're talking health and human services. Do you think the health and human services area of the county, the, the services and the agencies are, I was going to the first word that, that comes to mind is like a, an, un, an untapped gold mine or an, an, an unknown service. Do you think it's very widely known, everything that Fairfax County has to offer? 
I don't think so, but you're probably right that someone that needs emergency housing or needs emergency food and so forth does yeah, does know yeah. they can go to the county, though that can be a complicated process. But I think um, general folks who go to a swimming pool at a community center, that's health and human services, oh, yeah. who go to a restaurant where the health department's done an inspection to ensure that the food is good, right. that's health and human services. So, you know, it's it's bigger than just folks that uh, sort of regular folks might say, oh, these are special folks with special needs. No, right. no. It, everyone in, in the community, everyone in the county benefits from what we have in place across all across Health and Human Services to ensure that everybody has the ability to be successful, right. reach their full potential, right. access the kinds of things that maybe some of us take for granted. Um, but I think there are folks who don't realize that we're kind of sort of behind the scenes, yeah. uh, sort of making yeah. sure that the experience is, is what people are looking for, whether it's you know activities in the summer in the parks and so forth that, that we are responsible mm. for in the community centers, or like I said, making sure your food is safe in a yeah. restaurant. Well, probably a lot of folks know of a health department. They may not know everything the health department does, but can you kind of run down some of the the? I mean, we can't don't certainly don't have time, you know, to run down all the programs and services. But let's just talk broad level the agencies that maybe okay. kind of in broad service maybe sure. range that that kind of make up this health and human service area of, sure. of Fairfax County. So we'll take the health department first. So mm -hmm. that's the public health agency responsible for ensuring that everyone that lives here is has a safe and healthy. Uh, environment, so everything from environmental sinuses to food safety, gotcha. um, in case there was an, an outbreak of a, of, a, of a terrible disease like Ebola or Zika, that's going to be our health department that's going to swoop in and make sure people are safe. So just a quick snapshot there. The Department of Family Services, of course, is a very large agency responsible for safety and welfare of children and protective services, adult protective services, those things you think about, domestic violence, mm -hmm. lots of services offered to children huge broad uh, swath of responsibilities uh, that ensure uh, that people have economic basic building mm -hmm. blocks. Right. Okay. So uh, Community Services Board, of course, which is very dear to my heart, where I spent almost four years, is the agency responsible for mental health, substance use disorder, and developmental disability services to all ages and all residents of the county and the cities. So we know about that agency. Housing and Community Development, a very large agency that is responsible for much of the affordable housing that is available in the in the county. Not enough of it, but what mm -hmm. is here, it is that agency which is responsible for seeking that out, entering into agreements with private partners and so forth to build affordable housing and workforce housing um, and do the community development around it. Office to Prevent and Homelessness, oh. um, people have some familiarity with. That was an agency stood up 10 years ago to eliminate homelessness in the county. And I will tell you, we are under 1,000 people in a county of 1.2 million. Wow. It's fairly extraordinary. Still lots of work to do there, <clears throat> particularly as we figure out what kinds of housing is needed. Shelters are not the answer. They're an mm. immediate answer mm. tonight when you've got no place to sleep. But we obviously want people to move into permanent housing. Sure. And sometimes that needs to be with supports. Okay. So we have agencies that kind of swoop in and create that wraparound gotcha. for individuals. Okay. Juvenile Domestic Relations District Court is okay. one of my agencies. <laughs> okay. I can't even hardly say that. JDRDC is one of my um, uh, agencies, and that's the part of the court system that's responsible for children that are in the legal system, okay. um, and as well as, as a lot of adult services in domestic court. So that's a big operation. 
uh, or, uh, Neighborhood and Community Services, oh, NCS. Wow, okay. okay. Dozens and dozens of community centers, right. senior centers, all kinds of activities sort of created across the right. quadrants of the county. Kind of um, manage all the fields? or All the fields, fields, all that yeah. kind of stuff. And that's an example of where just sort of a person who doesn't think of themselves as a consumer of health and human services is consuming yeah. health and human services because wow. NCS manages all of that. And then the last agency we just stood up is Office of Strategy Management, mm. where we've brought together sort of um, everything that I need to to look at at strategic planning, capital planning, financial planning, all across this huge, gigantic, almost $800 million of wow. operation. About 4,000 staff, a little more than 4,000 staff, but pretty spread out in silos. And so that's one of the things that, that I'm really hoping to impact is, is a way to create an integrated approach for the resident who's looking for something because mm-hmm, it's not mm-hmm. very integrated right now. Right. So my my new office, about 30 staff in that office that I've pulled out of all other places okay. to sort of okay. create a central approach to get us to an integrated place. Okay. Simple question, and I know it's not a simple answer. H- how is that going to happen? I mean, what's it going to take to <coughs> to pull that vision together? Um, uh, well, uh, we currently have about 70 systems of data. Wow. Um, none of which talk to each other. Hmm. So one of our gigantic initiatives we're working on right now is to create a robust, integrated system of, of data management. Gotcha. Uh, it's partly business processes and it's partly technology. So we do have a huge uh, five-year plan we're working on. We're in year two of that plan. There's lots of um, privacy and confidentiality mm. laws to work with. Right. County attorney has, has got six people working <clears throat> with us to get us there so that agencies can share my vision which you probably asked me, but I'm just going to tell you right now. No, that's now. fine. Absolutely. My, it, it is one story, one time. Okay? okay. Because right now, if you come into this county and you need something, you hope you pick the right phone number and you hope you pick the right agency and you hope you can find it on the website. Yeah. But maybe not. Yeah. And you have to tell your story to maybe four different agencies. They don't talk. They, they aren't allowed at this point. They aren't able to talk to each other except manually. And that's a very unwieldy process. I want it so that that person, that family can come in and tell their story one time, one story one time, and we figure out what the right doors are for them. So that's what we're going to get to. Yeah. Tons of work. I I mean, that's the way it should be. Uh, Correct. Yeah. Because I I know personally, I I hate when I have to call anybody and I lay out my story. Okay, hold please. And they transfer me to somebody else and then it's like, I've got to tell my story again. So I... I mean, I think everybody can feel that frustration. I, I concur with you. It's just, I mean, I have that experience, too, and it is um, – and we have a lot of resources, you and I sitting here. Yes. I mean, we personally have a lot of resources. We know how government works. Right. Imagine being someone that is in a state of you know, tremendous need, some sure, desperate sure. situation happening, and they're trying to figure that out. Right. And if you happen to call someone who happens to know that, oh, what you really need is over here in this other agency, right, right. and they do that work, which we do, you'll be the lucky one. Right. But I need it to be a system. I need gotcha. it to be a systematic approach to say, hold on, boom, we come around you. Right, right. And, and so, mom, we're going to make sure your kids are enrolled where they need to be. You're going to get what you need. The resources are going to come to you. Gotcha. So that's the vision. It'll take us a couple of years, but we've got lots of people working on that. And very excited. So ask me like in two years. Okay. What, or try to make a phone call in two right. years. See, see what happens. See if it gets better. Yeah, see if you get through. Yeah. 
We're on the county conversation. We're talking with Tisha Deegan. She's the uh, deputy county executive for uh, Health and Human Services, and we're discussing the um, the agencies and, and kind of the vision for the Health and Human Services. And one thing I wanted to go back to, it was interesting when you were when you were kind of giving your your quick overview of the different agencies. One thing I noticed was it's a, it's a large agency. This one's a very large agency. This one's a large agency massive scale of, of what you're dealing with. You talked about like 4,000 staff, almost $800 million budget for health and human services mm-hmm. in the county. Um, I know you're not responsible for directing every program and leading every aspect, but how do you just physically manage <laughs> or, or keep up with all that or whatever? <laughs> that is, it's so funny. People do ask me that. Um, and First of all, every day someone says something to me, and I have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm like, wait, what? What? Okay. So that happens to me every single day because it is a gigantic operation. You're right. right. I have a fabulous team of directors all across this system. And, you know, I trust them. Mm-hmm. They're way smart. They've been here longer than me, every one of them. Um, that helps. And also, it's like kind of one day at a time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I have I have my mission. I have our set of five or six things we're working on. So I just really kind of focus on that on a day-to-day basis, spend time talking with whoever wants to talk with me. Um, That's what I've been doing for sure for this first few months is I kind of say yes to anybody that wants to talk to me like you. Here I am um, talking to you. And so I I can't really, the the depth, breadth, and height of it is is overwhelming if Mm. I just stand back and look at it, but Mm. I can't can't do it that Mm. way. I also have a great county executive mm-hmm. who values health and human services. It's one of his priorities to ensure that people have the building blocks they need right. to be successful in Fairfax. You know, you and I don't have a hard time being successful. Lots of folks do. Right. And he wants to make sure we've got in place what those building blocks are right. to give people that that success. So with that behind me and this great team of folks who work for me, you know, it's just like one day at a time, right. one thing at a time, one yeah. day at a time. And for folks uh, that are regular listeners of the county conversation, they'll know that we talked with the county executive, Brian Hill, on the last episode. So in case you missed that, go back and, and listen to that one. He definitely kept me on my toes for that uh, interview. Yeah, he's so. very entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> Definitely. Um, and I think we probably talked about this when, when, when you were director of CSB, but um, kind of a clinician background, then moving to a management area, kind of kind of transition, if you will. You were director of CSB, a mm-hmm. large agency, mm-hmm. but now moving up to mm-hmm. larger responsibilities. What what keeps you up at night? What do you what do you think about when you're laying there, uh, you know, trying to get to sleep and thinking about all this? I think it's my dog going to wake me up in the middle of the night because <laughs> she's afraid of thunderstorms. The answer is yes. Mine too. Mine too. The answer is yes, she did that last night, as a matter of fact. Yeah, mine too. Uh, so that was great. Um, so I mean, I love this. I love doing what I'm doing. I've been doing it for a really long time. I mean, I'm in my 38th year, 30 of it in management, um, in health and human services. Mm-hmm. So it's very comfortable for me to to have these challenges with a great team that I have. So I wouldn't say that I am kept up at night about that. Like Every morning is a new set of something that I didn't understand yesterday. Opportunities. Yes, opportunities. <laughs> and I make a lot of phone calls and people are very helpful explaining things to me. But, you know, and, and you mentioned I have a clinical background way back when, and then I subsequently went and, and got another master's in health management policy. Mm-hmm. And I think we had talked about that previously. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. that helps me understand sort of 
how is healthcare, how is it delivered in the best possible way? How do you how do you reach the triple aim of, of reducing costs costs while you improve quality gotcha. and you know, improve the experience and the outcomes? How do you do all that? I mean, I have an academic preparation mm-hmm. for that, but mm-hmm. it's fun to have the ability to, yeah. to make those right. those implementations that could actually affect that for you know the health of the whole population here. So while I came from Flint, Michigan, which is pretty different um, than Fairfax, it, it's still the process of ensuring that people have those building right. blocks. Right. And, and so it's just fun. Every day, it's just fun. Yeah. Yeah. How many people can say that about their job? I hope a lot. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I hope a lot can. Um, you know, one of the things I did last fall right before I left the CSB is Channel 16 made a, a, a video uh, with my dog, who's now a uh, Channel 16 YouTube sensation, okay. Sophie. <laughs> and we did a video on, on taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. self-care, wellness, and why that's important. And it's been a very popular. She's very popular. Right. <laughs> um, no one's. St- everyone stopped listening to me. When does she, she give out autographs? Um, she she does make um, appearances. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 So she's she's quite a celebrity. Okay. Um, but but the point is is that you know, and I try to model that behavior. You know, I live about 500 feet from this building. <laughs> uh, I'm not kidding. And you know, I run home in the middle of the day every day for 15 minutes, and that's good for me. Mm-hmm. It's good for her. Um, but that's a model. And like, what do you mean you eat lunch? I said, well, sometimes I don't eat, but I try to eat. Mm-hmm. You, you have to take care of yourself True. because I do love my job. Right. And I want to have energy and I want to be positive and I want to say yes almost all the time. Right, um, right. That's right. sort of my goal. Yeah. Well, interesting. On another uh, on another podcast, the 50 Plus podcast, we were actually talking with uh, Elderlink about a program for caregivers, uh, caring for you, caring for me. And that caring for that. that caring for me part was really important because if you're trying to care for an elderly parent plus your husband or wife and your kids and do all this other stuff, you really have to take time out for yourself and care for me, care for your, you know, you, yourself. One of my favorite metaphors is every time you get on an airplane, the <clears throat> the attendant says, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, safety. You know, if the oxygen comes down, put your own mask on first. And that's counterintuitive. Right. If you're a parent next to a small child or someone who needs help, your instinct is to help them first. Well, guess what? If you're dead because you're unconscious, right. um, so are they. Yeah. So that's the concept here. You've got to make sure your own oxygen supply is in place. Right. And then you can be helpful to the people around you. So that's something I try to practice yeah. and talk about and hope people feel like they have permission to take care of themselves. Sure, sure. Yeah. Just to... A couple of minutes left. Uh, okay. We talked uh, kind of big, broad vision and kind of where you want to get to in the next three, four, five years with the with the data management, kind of mm-hmm. pulling everything in together. But some of the other things uh, kind of going on, I mean, there's the uh, community-wide housing strategic plan that's mm-hmm. a big one. There's also the op- op- opioid task force. Opioid overdoses mm-hmm. are huge across the country Correct. right now. Uh, and that's just a couple of things that I know about. So there's 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 other big things on the agenda too that that we can and probably won't have time to talk about. But. And and I can rattle off a couple of more. Okay. You you've mentioned the opioid task force, and one of the unique things about that, as well as our gang prevention task force, mm-hmm. is that is a partnership with schools and with public safety. So okay. one of the things that's changed uh, very recently, and you'll see over the next five years, is continued cross kind of departmental, cross deputy area cooperation mm. on these gigantic community initiatives. That's also true for the community-wide housing strategic plan. That takes a whole community. That takes private partners to make it to make it so that 
you know, that 18,000 units we're going to need to bring online for affordable housing in the next 15 years come to reality. That mm -hmm. is not something the county can do by itself. I think that's a really important point. Um, the equitable school readiness strategic plan is a hmm. huge collaboration with the schools to make sure that every single little kid is ready for, for kindergarten developmentally so that he or she is going to be maximally successful. So these, these are all point being not about health and human services. These are, and I'm using my air quotes. Yeah, um, I saw that. <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, health and human services in partnership with the police department, yeah. fire and rescue, you know, with private partners, our nonprofit partners. Things would grind to a halt without our fabulous nonprofit yeah. partners in this community. So I, I think that's kind of a theme you're going to see from me and over the next five years is partnerships gotcha. with folks other than just my 10 agencies because right. we can't do it alone either. And Brian is very aware of that, um, you know, very much encouraging me to work with Rob Stalser and with Dave Rohr as we move through these developments that are happening around the community, Reston in South County, Lorton, so forth, all these huge developments that will include, you know, retail and housing and business and human services all integrated. Mm -hmm. Healthcare. Very important to have access to health care readily available. Right. That's another one of our big initiatives. And I, don't, and I think the shift for all of government is really more this integration because, you know, we've I've heard for, you know, 10, 15 years you can't operate in silos. No. You know, everything is connected. So everything is connected. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. And that's really true in health. You know, to have access to health care as a proxy for health to have access to the things that you and I take for granted, safe and affordable housing mm -hmm. and health care and, and the outcomes that come with that and a job and money and our children having a good solid start. Those kinds of things that maybe you and I take for granted, 100,000 people in this county are living at such a place on the poverty scale that, that they're not able to do that without us figuring out ways to be helpful, us mm -hmm. and our private partners, wow. and we can't do it alone. Right. So that's what I mean by, you know, the building blocks we take for granted should be available to everyone, and that's called One Fairfax, by the mm -hmm, way. Mm -hmm. So let's just remember that. Okay. That's how we get to One Fairfax. Gotcha. Everyone has opportunity that's equitably distributed is sort of how I hope it goes. All right. I was going to ask you for uh, a final thought, but I think that's a, gra a great final thought right I there. I think that was a great final yeah, thought. Yeah, you did good on yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. More information, where can folks learn more? I know there's lots of different agencies. Is there kind of one central place we can direct people to learn more about either some of these agencies, programs, services, and the health and human services arena? Yes, and one of our first steps toward integration is an integrated website. So folks can go to fairfaxcounty.gov slash health dash human services, all one word, and you can see what we have as a vision for our organization of 10 agencies, and then you can get to any single thing you're looking for from there, okay. including all the partnerships with public safety and with the schools. They're all linked there. Okay, awesome. So fairfaxcounty.gov slash health dash human services. Correct. All right. Tisha, thanks so much for being with us on The County Conversation. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. It was fun. Number two was fun. Ho hopefully, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> Got your feet wet. <laughs> right. Hopefully it was, and a lot of good information here, folks. And again, if you need to kind of rewind and listen to it, a lot of good uh, stuff. But also, remember, fairfaxcounty.gov slash health dash human services. You can find out everything you need there. If you need more Fairfax County news and event information, you can go online to fairfaxcounty.gov news or call 703-Fairfax. Thanks again for listening to the County Conversation produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.